Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Meet the Movie Press. Roundtable movie news and commentary from the industry's premier film journalists. Well, happy Friday, everyone. This is Meet the Movie Press. I am your host, Mark Riley. I am managing editor at GeekNation.com, and look who it is today. Hey, buddy. It's Sasha Paul Raver, the host of XS, FX Movie Download. Uh, you're on Schmoes. You're on this. You're all, you're everywhere. I am well. No. Oh, as of uh, as of I think yesterday, I am no longer the reigning champ of TV fights. Oh, but I was. I had one week of glory. It was very exciting. Wasn't it? Mar- was it Mark Ellis? No. Uh, no, I wish. Who was? Yeah. So many- uh, I w- I took down this dude named Dan who was on Spartacus. Dan on Spartacus. Yeah. Okay. Dan, t- Spartacus, whatevs. Whatever. Yeah, out. He was very handsome and Australian. Yeah. Oh. Which, you know, that goes far. That happens. He was very distracting and I still champion. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I've been on movie fights a couple of times. Got my ass kicked no. both times. No. I know, yeah. Yeah, I did. By who? Uh, Dan. I, people. No, um, that wasn't Dan. Mark Andreco, who's a uh, comic book writer for Wonder Woman. Interesting. Yeah, he's pretty good. Every time I've gone up against him, it's all about comic books. Oh. So he's just like, he smokes me. It's just like... I'm he, shocked. He just has even... it. He just has it. Also, Andy is very biased against me. Why? Andy, I'm kidding. No, I, I'm just... I'm just... <laughs> like, I got some guy tweeting at me. He's like, you didn't win movie fights the other day. What does that tell you? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not good at math. What, what yeah. does it tell me? No. I'm Nothing. shocked. I would think you would absolutely dominate. It is a crazy kind of pressure, though, especially it, when we go into speed rounds. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm still getting angry tweets because I mixed up Judy Jetson and Jane Jetson. Oh, come on. Well, it was in the moment. They were yeah. like, which which animated character? Here's a question. Okay. Which animated character would you like most like to punch in the face? Okay. My answer was Jane because she's, even though she's a future character, sets feminism back so far. Right. Because she's such a 50s housewife. Sure. Yeah. That's uh, very, <laughs> but I called so her true. Judy because I was just, Judy's the one you remember. Cause she was the hot one. Right. But like, just forget. Eep, up, orc, uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, my God. I stole <laughs> My God. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, well. I'm glad you're you you won, and then, but then you lost. Wait, so so then oh, next somebody week else somebody won. comes in and they win. And I thought it was Mark Ellis. Yeah, it probably this, was. I can tell you guys, this is Zach in the booth. Hey Zach, hey, Zach. I personally had my ass handed to me on oh, Tuesday yeah. by Mark Ellis. Yeah, so he is Zach, the current yeah. winner of TV fights. Who okay. else was there? It was uh, it was Mark Ellis, uh, myself, and Joseph Scrimshaw. Oh, Scrimshaw. Okay, that that's, that's a good fight. That's a good fight. It's a real good fight. Sorry, yeah, Mark. Mark's tough. You know, it's a different way of thinking. Oh, God. It's a different way of, like, I forget that you have to, like, really know your facts. It's not like, it, I mean, it is trivia, but you have to really, like, kind of reach around. And people can, I mean, they're they're fighting. Reaching so. around is very important. And the reach around, very important. It's, key. it's very funny. Key so, uh, fights. Well, guys, <laughs> Roxy we, only demands the best. Roxy does. She only <laughs> demands the best. That's true. Um, so, guys, we're live right now on the Popcorn Talk Network. If you guys are out there listening right now, thank you very much for joining us. Jeff Snyder. On assignment, yes. as I always say. He's actually visiting his brother. He was, like, saying something last <laughs> week. He's like, I'm not going to be here. Um, because, And he was, like, surprising his brother. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go see my brother. Oh, don't oh. tell anyone. And so, anyways, he's he's over there. Uh, wish him. Wish him hello, I guess. Tweet at him, at the Inn Snyder, because he's at the rap. And we're going to talk about some of his stuff that he dropped this week. Yeah. Um, but first off, 
FX movie download. Yeah. We, you haven't been on in a while. Uh, we you were, were on, on this- last week. What's that? We were on last week. Which- no, 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 no. Oh. Here to oh. talk. Okay. About the people out there who, who <laughs> might not have seen you in a while and know what you're up to. I'm just kind of yeah. doing a recap, oh, filling cool. people in. Because you were on this past weekend. Like, I saw you. Yeah. I thought. Was it the Zack Snyder one? Yes. Dude, let rad. me tell you, this was the coolest. Okay, this is pretty cool because they're starting to get to Batman v Superman stuff. So, yes. of course, they go to Sasha, who's going to sit with Zack Snyder. So we were showing Man of Steel. Uh-huh. And for Man of Steel, we did an interview with Zack Snyder. We did it at his office, which is uh, yeah. the coolest place in the world. It's like a warehouse or something. It's what? the backdrop painting area of Warner Brothers from the 1950s. So it's cavernous and huge, and down below, they're on the second floor. First floor is Conan O'Brien. So it is, you know, this is Regal Company. Right. He's so smart. He's so talented. He's so infectiously enthusiastic that even when his movies kind of suck, you're like, ah, but I get the intention and I love you for it, bro. I would say that that's... um the what's oh my god the girl uh, the sucker punch thank you man god, i was like uh, that movie oh boy that was a great trailer that was, was a great trailer, great trailer. and, and the i movie, was you were like what i was all for it like you know original an original just you know from the brain to the screen and i was like oh man this is great soundtrack Great soundtrack, yeah. Great soundtrack. No, and great cast, but that movie was terrible. But, <laughs> so we were sitting down, and we're in his office slash gym, okay. and we got to talk about Man of Steel stuff, and we got to talk about some Batman v Superman stuff, which they're going to roll out, I think, closer to the movie. Yeah, I bet. That makes sense. But, I mean, some of the stuff he was telling me, I'm just like, dude... There's been so much back and forth. Like, I feel, I feel like people were really excited about the movie, and then some people kind of lost their enthusiasm. Trailers yeah. and photos. Like, photos got people hyped. Trailers got people less hyped. When he talks about it, I, I got really excited again. Yeah. I, I, I bet. Because he's he loves it. You said it. He loves what he's doing. He's and such he's a having fan. Fun. Yeah. He's a fan of the comics. He's a fan of the movies. And I don't know. What do you think will happen when that movie comes out? What's your expectation? I think it's going to destroy the box office. Yeah. Absolutely. And I can't get a finger on whether it's going to like really hit the mark or I don't know. I have this weird feeling it's either going to hit the mark or like be way off. I don't know why. I And, and I think it's going to hit the mark. I, I, actually, that's where I'm leaning towards because I think that he listened to a lot of what people were saying about Man of Steel. Because mm-hmm. I, I happen to love Man of Steel. I don't know if you liked it or I not. liked it a lot. And I, I don't understand. It got ravaged. I know. And and there's a lot. I felt like there's a lot more people that were more vocal about it. Like mm-hmm. being this, this or that. And then there's like a quiet few of us that are like, like actually, guys, it's actually it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely see the, the, the problems that people had with it. I, I can see that. But I loved the mythology he created with Superman. Totally. I mean, so much so... I I, I loved Krypton. I loved I loved that Lois Lane knows who he is. I like, love that they didn't make her a ditz. They didn't yeah, make her a damsel in distress. Exactly. And God, that was great. My only my only criticism leading into the Batman v Superman was I was so excited for Man of Steel too. I wanted more, and they're like, "Here's oh. Batman." So oh. I'm like, oh, "Oh, okay, I get it. You're bringing Batman in because you want money, you know? Because <laughs> it's it's Batman's huge, and you know, you put Batman in there and and then put a V Superman. Jesus, yeah. okay, we're now we're talking. But I wanted more Man of Steel, and so, but now it's looking like I'm doing the same thing that the fans do, and you're seeing it live on air. Me going, well, it could be, it could, it could be. be. I think a lot of people when Doomsday was uh, revealed in the trailer and. 
uh, Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor having, he seemed a little bit more quirky. I think it was rubbing people the wrong way. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, come on, give it a chance. Like, I love Jesse Eisenberg. So thinking about, thinking about his character in social network being basically Lex Luthor, (laughs) it's kind of rad. I know, look, oh boy, I just got unfollowed 800 times. Yeah. So anyways, I'm all for it. I can't wait. And, well, I was watching uh, Man of Steel and you uh, while I was working this weekend, nice. and I was like, "Oh, it's gonna." I, I'm I'm loving Man of Steel again. Just sitting here, it's like, ah, oh, it's a Saturday or whatever. It's just great, and I think it's gonna be great. They did so much for that movie. I mean, the dude invented an entire Kryptonian language, so that they like yeah. they went deep when they were dealing with that mythology. I feel like they're going to do the same thing with this set pieces. I think are going to be incredible. My biggest concern with that movie is casting of Mm. two people. Ooh. One being Wonder Woman. Okay. I don't know that Gal Gadot, A, is hot enough. Yeah. B, is a good enough actress. Yeah, I don't know her acting at all. She was really bad in Fast and Furious. See, uh, yeah, and I'm I'm on record having... Oh, dude. Not, uh, she was in the best much. one, Fear- Fast Five. I know. Fast Five in Rio. Oh, come on. You're getting a message. Oh, Sasha. On the, on the bat phone. I don't know which way right is. On the oh, bat phone. To right. your right. I'm really bad at right and left. <laughs> but, dude, this is what happens. You give me Fast Five, and I'm like, ah! Yeah. Fast Five. I know. Is, I mean, one of the best parts of that franchise. I know. She, however, is supposed to be like the sex pot, and there's a moment where she like comes out in a bikini, and she has to get this dude to put his hand on her ass so they can get a fingerprint, Ooh. and she unveils her ass, and I'm just like, girl, wah, wah. go, go eat like 500 <laughs> burgers, do some squats, come on. But my other issue is, listen, I love Ben Affleck. Oh boy, I was wondering if you were going to go here. Batfleck? Yeah. I did TBD. DBD. Man, I'm I'm all in on Batfleck. Yeah. Oh yeah. When it was announced, I did every as did everyone. I went oh, really. Yeah. And and I was like Batman. Okay. I was more into Jesse Eisenberg than I was into Batfleck. Yeah. No, I I was too. And and then it just like I started to really think about it, and it just oh man, I'm so in. The because, photos look great. Oh, the photos look great. Plus, I mean, at the end of the day, I go like for the package deal here, mm-hmm. and you're you're getting a director. And Ben Affleck, who's going to be sitting on set in the bat suit, going, you know, looking at the shots and everything. Do you think he ever just sits there and goes, "Really, that that shot? Yeah, you don't want to." That's kind of what Zack Snyder told me. Zack Snyder was like, he's an incredible collaborator, and they really did work together on the set. And he is a great director. I mean, See, Argo's fantastic. On, the, I mean, the yeah. town, the town, the town is one of my favorite movies all time. All yeah. time, yeah. it's in, it's probably top twenty. I love that movie so much. So knowing that he's there yeah. on set as Batman. And then, look, Gone Girl, I thought he was fucking phenomenal. Gone Baby Gone? Or, sorry, Gone Baby... No, well, Gone, Girl. Gone Girl. he's in. Yes. Gone Baby Gone. As an actor, I know. Yeah. Gone Girl. Yeah. I thought he was phenomenal. Phenomenal. So... But the town. The, they, I mean... In the town, he's... I mean, he's he's the anchor he of the acting. He's like... He's just so good. And uh, Jeremy Renner steals a show in that, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all in on on Batfleck and and Eisenberg. Sure, you know when he was cast, holy holy crap! Yeah, I put out a tweet immediately after, and I was like, you know, Ben Affleck just sent a, a basket of muffins to Jesse Eisenberg with the note, <laughs> "It gets better." <laughs> just it was so like and that people like that. The fury was so intense. Oh my god! So that's what this has kind of going for it. There's a lot of behind the scenes just mumble talk and i think doomsday 
I do. I did have a problem with the way he looked. I was like, eh, you know, he kind of looks like a lot of the monsters we've seen out there already in sure. CGI form. So I think that got people off. Wonder Woman, however, I will say she's hot. She is hot. <sighs> Man. I just want her to have booty and boobs. Yeah, I Give get me that it. Linda Carter. I, Give I'll, me them curves. I know. I get it. But so, we'll speaking see. of franchises or characters that have a resurrection yeah. because now how many batmans have we had six if you include the tv show 18 or so 18 or 30 <laughs> uh a character that we, i didn't think we would ever see come back again okay deadpool right i mean how many times have we seen the same actor play a part twice in two entirely reestablished franchises right i don't i, I don't know so this is rad. So okay, I master segue. Yeah. I like that. Oh, thanks, dog. Um, Deadpool comes out next Friday, and Sasha, jealous I am. You saw it last night. I saw it last night. A number of people saw it last night. I actually talked to a couple people. Um, no spoilers, guys. We're not going to spoil the movie. Deadpool is actually Wolverine. That's what uh, is revealed <laughs> at the end. Um, it's actually a Wolverine movie. Ha, surprise! Yeah, Just kidding. Jackman. Hey, everybody online, that's a joke. Okay. Um, how was it? What'd you think? How, I mean, mm. how R-rated can this podcast get? I mean, I think we should just go there. It's it is Deadpool. so fucking balls deep brilliant. It is a chimichanga to the heart of brilliance. It is <laughs> perfect. It is hilarious. It My is God. everything that you hoped but didn't think they could achieve. Start with like even the just the opening credits. You're oh like, my God, this, yeah. shut the front Door. Okay. It's so smart, aware of itself, perfectly created. The action is gory. The the it's filthy, filthy, dirty. Which is, listen, I'm not a Deadpool comic yeah. fan. I've never read a single Deadpool comic. Yeah, I don't think I have either. I'm gonna go buy some. Yeah, because what they did with this movie, they created not just a film franchise. Mm-hmm. I'm now a fan of the character in general. I yeah. want to know more about his backstory. I want to know more. They did a fantastic layout of his origin. Oh, wow. But I want to read everything that he's ever done. I want 20 of these movies. God bless you, Simon Kinberg and Ryan Reynolds and everyone else involved in that film. This is it amazing. is a towering achievement <laughs> of awesome. comic book ex- excellence. Guys, are you are you listening to this? This is like... I mean, I don't want to set the bar too high, but you know what? I can. Because even if I make your expectations through the roof, you're going to walk in and be like, holy shit! This is what I got a call, uh, like, at, I don't know, 9.30, 10 o'clock from my junior editor who went and saw it oh, in, yeah. for Geek Nation. And he was just going shit bonkers over it. Yeah. He said the credits. He said, like, the, it's aware of itself. It's so funny. The action is balls. I mean, so guys, I am, I, yeah, cross the board. Hearing about all this stuff is starting to be really exciting to me. And then, like, I was driving in this morning, listening to my, you know, sports talk radio. And, of course, Ryan Reynolds is on there. Nice. Because he's at the Super Bowl. There was some news that broke from Deadline uh, during the week was he's going out to do a special screening on Saturday for the fans. Um, they're doing like, they're giving out chimichangas. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is going to be there. I mean, like, people Super, are going to lose their minds. Super Bowl, there's going to be a new TV spot. I think they're going to probably show some more or, or just get you even more. I mean, the marketing behind this thing is Unbelievable. just. Unbelievable. I mean, well done. I mean, look, that's how you do it. They're like, I feel like they're like, you know what? 
you know, we need to we need to target us. If we go, what? But it, fuck it, let's do this. Yeah, let's let's do a testicular cancer awareness spot. <laughs> let's do an Australian Day spot. Let's do this. Let's introduce this X Men. Let's do this. Like it's just like and it's all brilliant. of that. The tone that they set with the marketing, the tone yeah. that they've done throughout the entire thing. It is. It is just part and parcel with the movie. Yeah, it's oh, one bet, of those yeah. things where you could see it five times in the theater, find something new that you love about it every single time, mm. own it on DVD, watch it dozens of times. I'm so excited to see it again. Oh, that's so and, rad. I mean, my husband, not a fan of comic book movies, yeah. walked out and went, dude, best movie of the year. I was like, baby, it's February 5th. He was like, best movie of last year, too. <laughs> I mean, it is. That's great. It can win fans from any cross section. I swear to God, I would bring my mom to this movie. Okay. I guarantee you, she would be like, "That Ryan Reynolds, he's oh. cute." Yeah. Well, okay. So we already got a lively discussion on what do you think this is going to open at? Because Ooh. this is a this was a gamble if you think about it on Fox's part, and sure. I got to hand it to them because five years ago they, they would have never done this. They they were maybe I don't know. Um, so I have, uh, let's see here, uh, Dylan Flickinger, uh, one of my main men on, on the live chat, says, I say Deadpool hits 95 million opening weekend. Interesting. I, I feel like that's, that, yeah. I, th- I think it could. I think that's high. I think it's high. I think that's very high. I think what's going to end up happening is more than the opening weekend, what you're going to see is second and third week legs. Yeah. The word of mouth word on of this mouth. movie yep. is going to be off the charts. Yep. I think this is, yeah. From what I'm hearing, what you just did, you're gushing. Gushing. What, what last night gushing I heard from uh, Alex, my uh, junior editor, people are going to go, oh, I got to go see this. And I got to see it again. Yeah, and I got to see it again. And my mom will probably go, so what's this Deadpool's? What is that? Like, where, do, do I need to see this now? And you're going to be like, mom? Yeah. You kind of do. Just don't bring John, your, your boyfriend, because he's just, a, he's like a crotchety, cranky old man. I love you, John. 20 years I've known him. And he's, what I if mean, it brought him over though? What if it like brought him to the dark side in I, the best way? Oh my God. He hated every Oscar movie last year. I couldn't, he's like, I'm Whiplash was loud. It's like, <laughs> it wasn't quite his tempo. It, it was playing the drums. Okay. <laughs> so uh, anyways, this is fun. And yeah, the, the thing about you guys are saying it online. Yeah. We got uh, Zoolander 2 also opening that weekend. So. That might kind of take some of the box office. I would I would say it might take a lot of a it. A lot if of it. it. Well, because it's more established. Yeah. It's something that people, I think, are... It's more of a known entity for, sure. like, the flyover states. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing that next week, so I can't speak to whether it's great or not, but... Did you want another one? Zoolander? Yeah. Totally didn't care. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I'm not... I know there was, like... It really was, like, the fans always talking, we want a Zoolander, we want a Zoolander, because, yeah, I like the, the, the first one, but yeah. I'm not... I'm not a big Zoolander fan. I'm stoked on seeing Will Ferrell again, and I yeah. think that what Kristen Wiig is doing in like the promotional stuff looks great. I don't yeah. really care, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, with Deadpool, like I'm even there's a shirt that he wears in the movie mm-hmm. as Wade. Okay, that I'm gonna make because <laughs> I just like need that as part of my life. Every single thing about it, from costume choice, music choice, editing choices. Oh, that's why I heard music too. Ed yeah. Skirin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's that? The British the- dude who was in the most recent Transporter movie that oh, nobody yeah. saw. Yes, yes. Um, because, oh my God, that's another franchise that I love until they totally screwed it up in the third one. Right. But he has such a star-making turn in this. He's as, the villain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard. And villain. Good villain, huh? Good like villain. One of the best Marvel 
like villains. He's awesome. And Gina Carano is his muscle. Gina Carano, who is just a, that's funny. I love her. Yeah, and she will literally hurt you. <laughs> oh man, this movie! I want to see it again right now. Oh, I'm excited. It's Damn. so so good. The things I do for my staff when I go, yeah, you go. You're an idiot. <laughs> I know. I know. No, it's it's dude. It happens. It happens. No, but I can't wait. Like I can't wait to just see it opening weekend. I'm going opening night. Oh yeah. And, and like, because people are going to be having fun for this. So this is going to be rad. That was the thing I was most surprised by. At the end of the movie, Mm -hmm. credits come up and I'm literally like, (laughs) and a bunch of people didn't clap. I was like, you guys, you have no joy in your life. No, I was, I was shocked that the end of the movie reaction wasn't bigger. Wow. And I will say. Wait till after the credits. Yes. Okay. I've kind of figured. Got it. This is uh, very exciting, guys. What do you think? I know you're on there. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, He was having. he's having the best time. He was on the sports uh, talk promoting it this morning. Just having, like, the best time with this, saying how long it took, yeah. how passionate he was for this. I mean, there's stuff like, you know, what was the worst movie you saw? Like, an interview with Deadpool. And it's like, <laughs> you know, what was the worst movie? It's like Green Lantern. Like, it's just... <laughs> So perfect. So, and he makes a lot of jokes, and that's the thing is, I loved Ryan Reynolds from back when he did Van Wilder. Oh yeah, National Lampoon's Van Wilder is a really hilarious. It's movie. hilarious. No, and it's Ryan Reynolds. I loved the guy, and he's wanted from day it. one. He was obviously born to play this part. He wanted it. He worked for it. Yeah, that he was able to bring it back from where it was left, literally in the rubble of Wolverine. Oh yeah, and make it a real thing and do it so perfectly. <sighs> so great. Um, yeah, I'm excited for people to see it. Well, that's your Deadpool infomercial of the day. Everybody, it opens Friday, <laughs> February 12th, 2016 at a theater near you. That's right. Um, that's awesome. I can't wait. All right, let's get to some news because, you yeah. know, it's been kind of slow. It's been, we're leading up to the uh, big, uh, big uh, you know, the game, the sports game. What's the, that? The uh, super? The Mega Bowl? The Mega Bowl. Mega Puppy Bowl. Bowl. Puppy Bowl. Puppy. And there's kids. There's a kitten bowl on Hallmark and a puppy bowl on Animal Planet. This is getting ridiculous. I mean, it's like the the little things on the side. Like, again, I keep talking about my sports show. It's like they have, like, uh, Shannon Sharp on and he's, like, doing the puppy bowl. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing, dude? Okay, so so there's going to be, like, a ton of commercials and I hear that we're going to be getting a ton of trailers. Yeah. So Deadpool, obviously. um, Batman v Superman, I've heard. I've even heard a rumor of Star Wars Rogue One. How is that possible, though? I don't know. Uh, I think they've done enough filming. They have enough. They have enough that they could show something. I don't want to see something. I want to wait until they have something great, yeah, well thought out, totally like crafted to whatever they really hope it will. How be. dare you? It's Star Wars. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't have to rush it. No, they didn't I know. Rush We're... the Prince of Star Wars to make it available for award screeners. Very true. And it's still, I mean, obviously, yeah, fantastic, mm-hmm. number one movie of all time. Yep. They didn't have to like force anything. They weren't nope. like, oh, and we need an Oscar. They didn't speed it up. They kept their timeline as it is. Yep, I agree with this. I don't feel like you have to do anything like just so that they're going to – come on. Yeah. It'll be the number two movie of all time. Maybe the new number one movie of all time. You never know. It's it could fine. be. It's you know, And with the rumors that Vader is going to be a big part in it. Have you heard that? Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's pretty cool. So, yeah, it might be one of those things where like, hey, you see Rogue One is kind of crazy. So, anyways, all those – Crazy ads that are coming out. I don't know exactly what. Um, what else? What else? Uh, X Men. 
uh, X Men Apocalypse oh, yeah. trailer. Which, I, they're yeah. doing all the big ones. That'll be awesome. The biggies, you know, because they're going to hit this. This uh, audience is going to be just through the roof. So, um, but yeah, let's move on from that because I want to talk about. Something we got to do this because Jeff Snyder is is gone, and this is one of these stories that he was looking. At. I want to get your opinion on this. So James Franco, is, oh god, is gonna you know this? Oh yeah, it's gonna direct the stripper saga Zola tells all. Yep, based on the Twitter sensation. Now, <laughs> I just love the world we live in. This is crazy. I read the Rolling Stones article on this. Uh, that this, I mean. This night that this Zola girl does, and I didn't, I, I mean, I heard, I read a few of the tweets, you know, going, okay, she's funny, you know, it's kind of crazy. But my God, James Franco is going to direct this. This is awesome. Good for you, dude. Oh, dude. Um, what do you think of this movie? And did you hear about this? Were you, were you a part of the Twitter phenomenon? Yeah. Okay. So when I heard, for anybody who doesn't know, there was a stripper named Zola. Mm-hmm. She went with this one girl. They go on this crazy night down in Florida. And there's 178 tweets, I think. Yeah. And you can find them all compressed on, like, Reddit threads. There's a Tumblr that has all of them. Sure. So I ended up reading it kind of like a book. Oh, nice. Clicking through all of the tweets. Okay. That's and fun. it's crazy. Okay. The fact that James Franco wants to direct it makes perfect sense because, sure. I mean, the guy is basically into just performance art at this point. Although yeah. I will say I cannot wait for his version of the behind the scenes of making The Room, the worst movie oh, of all time. I, I know. I That's can't wait gonna for that too. He's going to be Yeah. That's <laughs> and you know Tommy Wiseau is going to show up to the premiere. Oh, I know. And it's going to be great. I'm the reason this here. Yeah. I hear now. I make a sequel. <laughs> I make so hi, Mark. So, um, <laughs> that, yeah, okay, so. But I think he keeps mentioning that it's basically another version of Spring Breakers. Yeah. The last thing I want in my life is another version of Spring Breakers. Right. I hated that movie yeah, I know. so I much. I saw your tweet, too. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Beautiful, and it gave us the catchphrase "Spring Break Forever," <sighs> and he was fantastic in that movie. He was, yeah. but I hated that film so much, <laughs> and I don't need to see another one of it. I do think one of the things that you're setting yourself up for in uh-huh. this movie is a lot of issues with: Are you guys being racist? Are you guys being sexist? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, some shit goes down. You yeah. want to read? You want to read the tweets? Yeah, go go read the tweets. Go read the Rolling Stones article. I just, yeah. like, it was crazy. Like, the names that were coming out, it's like Z or whoever the pimp was. Who? And then, like, who, he tapes them having sex to show to the boyfriend. Like, I mean, first of all, who are these people you're dating? Why are you dating these people, guys? Look, she's a stripper. She's taking off for the weekend. My turn tricks, you don't know. You know, not someone to bring home to mom, I guess. But, jeez. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy just hearing like these things, but and Zola doesn't; she just doesn't give a shit. No, and uh, and she didn't like by all accounts. She's like, no, I didn't. I didn't know I was signing up for that. I thought we were just dancing. But my thing is, is is that girl getting life rights money? And if so, oh. then I'm kind of into it because I'm like, girl, should get be. yours. Yeah, is should. she going to be in the movie? Will she make like a Stan Lee style cameo? <laughs> she just walks by. Yeah, she just walks <laughs> off. You're like, hey, that was her. That wink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting thing. Um, Will it get distribution? I mean, that's one of those things where I feel like James Franco at this point just turns stuff out. Yeah. But a lot of it never sees the light of day. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, what's interesting is that uh, this is a something that Jeff uh, Snyder was talking a lot about uh, the uh, mo- Sundance movie Goat. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the same makers, I want to say, uh, yeah, reteam for the adaptation. So it's uh, Andrew Neil and Killer Films. So. Um, 
Goat got a distribution, so yeah. we'll see how that does. But that's like a story about hazing yeah, and a fraternity, and there's, you know, yeah. I think that's a little bit more marketable than, so these strippers have this crazy weekend, <laughs> and it's based on the Twitter story. Right. It is it is it mm-hmm. our first based on a true Twitter story film? Can we see that in a in, in the title cards? Based, <laughs> based on, on a true... Twitter. Yeah. Based on a true Twitter story. I wonder. RT. You know, you're like, okay, <laughs> retweet that shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think it'll, you know, it might show up uh, maybe next year at, at Sundance. Maybe if, if they start filming. What are they doing? When are they filming? The script movies? Blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of information here. Sorry, and I'm tired. Um, yeah, I think, I think it can get distribution. I think it can be one of those movies that kind of, if it's done right, it's it could be one of those, have you seen this movie? Yeah. The way they do it, or it could, yeah, or it could walk that line and go way over, and it's like, oh my god, this is this is a racist, horrible moves uh, the women back to the Stone Age kind of movie thing, and you it know, could, well, and I just wonder, I just wonder, but yeah. we'll see, we'll see. So uh, switching gears on the strippers, um, twenty thousand leagues under the sea, <laughs> yeah, because why not? I thought you were going to go to a different place, by the way. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Where do you think I was going to go? You're going to go to you know paper clips and and the, the, duct tape. Oh no, can't do that. We'll I get there. You will get there. <laughs> um, yeah, twenty thousand leagues. I just find this interesting because I saw a number of uh, outlets going. Brian Singer left the X Men franchise, and that's making people click. And then it's twenty thousand leagues. Who cares? Yeah, um, he does. He's not leaving the X Men franchise. He's probably doing this because he's a big fan. And then whatever. What do you think of this? Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. I, 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 admittedly, I think I saw it years. Well, when I was little, and I don't remember shit. I don't remember it either. I remember the poster. Yeah, because the poster's great. Uh, I remember the biggest thing I remember about it is it's in the incredible book that Steven Spielberg is going to adapt, which mm-hmm. is All the Light We Cannot See. Right. But I don't remember anything about it. Me neither. I feel like this is a movie that James Cameron should make because he loves doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't really have any sort of... Like, when you say... There's so many movies now that have to have IP. Yeah. And you have to have it's source just, material and yep. there's got to be, like, previous knowledge. Sure. Nothing about 20,000 Leagues gets me hyped. Me neither. And I, I think it's just people, they know that name. They go, oh, yeah, yeah, that movie. That, yeah, that, that movie. They go, they go under the sea. Yeah. Right? And, and they, they're going to go see this and we'll get a trailer and it'll be, you know, Captain, what is it, Captain Nemo? Nemo? I can't. I feel do, like it is Captain Nemo. Yeah. I'm sorry, Which guys. Is weird. I'm a little off my game today. It's been it's a long week. Because it's both the fish mm-hmm. and. Right. No. Yeah. Eat, no. Yeah. I almost said emo. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I don't think anybody. Uh, I, I don't think anybody. I don't know. I have this weird feeling that this could bomb. I just I don't know. I don't know. Are, are you guys out there? Are you all clamoring for a twenty thousand links? This is what's interesting. It, I it, want oh, the one person who's like, I can't wait. Yeah, I They're like, I grew up with. There might be that people that grew oh, yeah. up with this movie. So I find it interesting. I, um, I I'm not surprised. It was kind of hinted at a, a few months ago where he had a, a script or something. It's something he's very passionate Passion about. Project, so if yeah. it's a good movie... So if he's passionate about it, he's he's going to try to make a good movie, obviously. So I think it'll be great. Um, I'm hoping it'll be great. Captain Nemo, you are correct, sir. Oh, thank you, Christopher Skalicki, one of my writers of Geek Nation. Yeah! Nice. Thank you for chiming in, guys. Um, Alright, so that's that big freaking thing. Um, driving into work today, 
Uh, now we're going there. Yes. Um, I should. I you see. I, I'm going to let Sasha do the segues. We were at strippers and all this stuff, and then do do your planned segue into that. Well, I'm just thinking like we're thinking about strippers. How will something work out? Well, sure. if you need to know how something's going to work out, if you want to guarantee that you're going to get out of a sticky situation, there's yep. one guy you can call. That's right, MacGyver. MacGyver. Boom. 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 Yeah. MacGyver film has been. Announced. There's so much crazy MacGyver in the ether. About the six TV months show? ago, there was a contest announced okay. where they were looking for the next MacGyver, but they wanted it to be a female MacGyver nice. so that they could inspire future female engineers. Oh, I like that. And like America Ferrera was involved in it. People who from all crosses of life could submit ideas. Then you ended up with like a celebrity uh, uh, mentor. Mm-hmm. Roberta Orsi was also included in it. Nice. They picked six projects. Those six projects were going into development. Really? They were all sort of like being funneled, and then one person was going to win, and that show was going to possibly be shopped around. Okay. As this happens, uh, not Justin Lin. Oh, man. James Wan. James Wan. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. I should know my Fast and Furious directors. I know, right? James Wan comes in, and he's like, I'm doing this. We're taking we're taking this back to CBS. We're rebooting MacGyver as a TV show. We're gonna bring in like a new dude, and we're gonna make it for the new generation. And now... There's, There's going to be a movie. And, yeah, so the movie, um, it, since it just broke, what do we got here? Lionsgate is doing it based on the t- TV show. Uh, it will be produced by Fast and Furious and 21 Jump Streets, Neil Moritz, and MacGyver creator Lee David Zlotoff. Hmm. Hello, Zlotoff. Hello. Um, hello, thank you for coming. <laughs> we make movies. Um yeah, so, okay, so I'm I'm kind of going, and I'm not really seeing him. Will Forte previously start in, oh, well, MacGyver. Well, but, here's the thing. Duh. This is, you talk about movies I want to see a sequel to. Do you need a Zoolander? No. No, MacGruber? Do yeah. I need a MacGruber? <laughs> Look at that. He just yes, lost my voice. I do. <clears throat> I a MacGruber 2. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm clamoring for. And I went to a screening of MacGruber last year, mm-hmm. and Forte said that they are working <clears throat> on a script. Yeah, because it became, like, it is kind of cult. Totally. Cult following. I loved it. Oh, so. man, it's the best. So do you think, I mean, it's not really saying much, but do you think they're going to make it kind of a straight-up MacGyver, or is there going to be little winks and nods and funny? It looks that way with the producer, Neil Moritz, who did Fast and Furious and yeah. 21. 21 Jump Street especially makes me think they could take it, could it that be way. That, yeah, it could go that tone. So here's my question. Are they going to do the movie and bring the series back to CBS? Are they going to do the movie and then use that... To sort of segue into a TV show, yeah, I don't as opposed know. to doing a sequel. I don't know. I mean, is this a shared universe, MacGyver? Yeah. Oh God. Oh yeah. Can you believe that I just said I that? I love that you said that. Yeah, and it's like, but that's what everybody's doing. So it's like we're gonna have MacGyver on TV and MacGyver in the movie, and they're gonna like walk by each other and go, "No." I, I here's I, my question: mm-hmm. Richard Dean Anderson, yeah, in the new mentor. The, like, wise sensei? Hell yeah. Because I feel like that's... <laughs> the Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Obi-Wan, if you will. Gotta go find him on an island somewhere in right. Ireland, standing on a cliff where maybe they shoot Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. I'm like... That's awesome. How do you... He has to be involved. I think so. I mean, if any... You know he's gonna have a cameo. He's yeah. Gonna, or, or maybe... I like the idea. I think if... It could be his kid. Yeah, it could be his kid. I mean, that's... Yeah. Family business. Family business. I think they're gonna... I kind of want to, thinking about it, I, I kind of think it could be a straight up, like, I mean, you could go like, I Yeah, don't know. give me your pitch. What's your pitch I don't know for yet. a MacGyver movie? I don't know yet. So t- the 21 Jump Street popped out, obviously, because of the producer, and then Casino Royale popped up, Ooh. where you go straight up, 
really dark. Not dark, but, you know, gritty. Gritty. God, I'm I'm, I'm following the trends. Come on, a gritty MacGyver? I mean, where you just, where he's pulling off shit that you like, you're like, what? Yeah. Because that's what MacGyver was supposed to be. It turned out to be pretty fun and pretty, you know, funny. And you're you're bringing up like duct tape and, and, you know, paper clips and, you know, here's a airplane, you know, (laughs) I, I could see it going very serious. Not, I'll say not maybe dark or gritty, but like. A serious straight telling where it's just like, you know, there's tension. There's like, you know, can you do it in time? And the Mission Impossible. You say ish. that and I go full MacGruber. Yeah. And then, right. <laughs> 10 seconds MacGruber. <laughs> okay. So who do you have play your MacGyver? Channing Tatum. That I'm just, never mad at Channing Tatum. That, that just jumped out at me. Again, I'm thinking 21 Jump Street. And then, but he's already got his uh, gambit coming, allegedly. So, um <laughs> He's yeah, got the I don't hair. Know. I don't He's definitely know. got that gambit hair gone. Yeah, Joe Carnahan maybe to direct. Love says him. Dylan Flickinger. That's a good one. Love him. Um, Scott Eastwood, Zeno Hour, who's oh. always here. Uh, Mark hates Scott Eastwood. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about Scott Eastwood. P.S. What? Let's okay. So we didn't talk about Suicide Squad at all when we're yeah, talking I'm, about Batman v Superman. Sure. Batman v Superman. It's so interesting because going all the way back to the start of the show, because people had such a visceral reaction to that in yeah. the opposite way that people are having a visceral reaction to Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Suicide Squad looks so effing cool. Mm-hmm. And it's whenever I see the trailers, I'm like Scott Eastwood. And I talked to a friend of mine, actually my co-host Adam Kurtler. Okay. Do you agree with the theory mm-hmm. that Scott Eastwood is Robin? No. No? Who do you think he is? Well, I think he's, um, God, who is he? He's, he's, I know he's, it's a, it's an actual character that I thought was confirmed. Uh, guys, please help me. Because on IMDb, he doesn't have a title. Okay. In the trailer, he looks like one of the flackies to Joel Kinnaman. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. Okay, but going back to Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood is great because he's super all-American. Yeah. He's extra duty hot. Okay. He is charming and charismatic. Okay. I don't know that for even a split second I could be like, that guy's got a big brain. He can think things through in a crisis. <laughs> Not even for like a second. Oh, oh Suicide Squad. Theories. Yeah. Theories. I like it. Who he is. See, I needed you because I had to, on movie fights... Deathstroke. Interesting. Deathstroke, I've heard. Yeah. All right. Keep it going. Robin, sure. I can buy Robin. Yeah. Dick Grayson. Yeah. That might be That's cool. You the know, most likely answer. I don't know exactly what... Um, Interesting. Now... There's so many theories out there about yeah. how they're tying together this new shared universe and where Batman is and Batman v Superman. Um, going by the source material, Jason Todd, the second Robin, allegedly is dead and killed by the Joker. So the Joker's taunting with Batman mm. um, that you let your family die. That's like... Oh. So he's taunting Ooh. with him. Ooh, ow! Hot <laughs> mic, hot <laughs> mic, hot <laughs> mic. Um, so I could buy that if it's like... Dick Grace, how they, that would be really rad if they pulled it in and he's Nightwing because that's where Dick Grayson went. um, I think it's, I think it's a pretty plausible theory. I think so too. Um, I, I want to say that I should have had you, uh, I got notes from you about Scott Eastwood because I had to, I had to fight for him on movie fights to be Han Solo and I just couldn't do it because yeah, because that. That short list of Han Solo. He's just not witty enough. Yeah. Yeah. But he's hot. People were going after after me going, sorry, he was in a Nicholas Sparks movie. Yeah. You know, argument invalid. I'm like, ah, damn it. I I didn't like anybody on the Han Solo list. 
Period. Just there's not a single person on there I would want to be Han Solo. Who won young that Han fight? Which, Who won that fight? Which actor won that fight? I can't remember for the life of me because I'm old and I forget <laughs> everything forgot. a day later. <laughs> I don't even know what I had for dinner last night. Um, yeah, I don't know who I won. had the trolley sole. It was delicious. Yeah? Okay. No, actually, I I had a stir fry. And then I had a Sharky's burrito Ooh. after Deadpool. Nice. <laughs> we had fish with, with mashed potatoes and, nice. and spinach. And that, that we left Deadpool and both of us were like, do you want a chimichanga? <laughs> we can't get chimichangas. We can get burritos. Let's get that's burritos. awesome. Yeah. He's not Robin. He's Nightwing. Yes. No, that's what. Well, yeah. We, 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 yeah. yeah. If it's Dick Grayson now in that universe, we, you know, we're talking. We, I apologize. Yeah. So for Nightwing. Incorrect name. Nightwing would be badass. So, um. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But so, all right. But going back to MacGyver. Going back to MacGyver. If you're putting somebody in that part, mm-hmm. you need someone who's fast on their feet. Yep. Is plausibly intelligent enough to engineer all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Has the thing about MacGyver, especially if you watch the old shows over again, number one, they're super cheesy, but they're really fun. Yeah, they're fun. And the thing about him was he always had a lot of like snark. Yeah. Which you didn't see a lot in characters back in the 80s. Everybody was so eager and yeah. sincere. So I feel like you need somebody who's got a lot of wit. And I'm throwing this out and it might be totally wrong, but I feel like I would love to see the less eager side of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Ooh. Because he's funny, he's Ooh, smart, he's like interesting, that. but he always puts on that like song and dance thing and you're like, dude, just pull it back yeah. and get a little angrier. Yeah. Have a little more of a chip on your shoulder and I think he could be really cool. I think that's a great call. Thanks, man. Uh, anytime Joseph Gordon-Levitt is mentioned, I mean, I am such a big fan of that guy. I think he's so rad. Um, 500 yeah. Days of Summer was on the other day. The best. God, I love that movie. God, that movie is just I remember amazing. seeing that at Sundance so vividly. Oh, yeah? Oh, so, God. Yeah, I went and saw it, like, opening weekend, I think, because I was so interested. I love, by the way, you guys talking about Birth of a Nation and whether or not it's overhyped. Because basically you put in everything that I was saying into, like, one beautiful, succinct conversation. By the way, were you at Sundance? I was not at Sundance. Okay. But I was listening to it, and I was like, you guys, have some festival chill. Just, like, yeah. relax. Everyone's like, Manchester by the Sea is winning the Oscar, yeah. and Birth of a Nation is the greatest film ever made. And you're like... Yeah, one of my favorite podcasts that I did with Jeff was last week when we talked about Sundance yeah. and Birth of a Nation, because we basically started getting into this just because we're white guys doesn't mean we don't have an opinion on Oscars So White and Birth of a Nation. Yeah. And I worried, we both worried that this was... Is the movie, does it deserve the merit behind it on its own, or is it because Oscar's so white? Yeah. That's the only thing that we were we were trying to have a very good conversation and back and forth. And you did. I think we did. I, yeah. I loved that one. So I'm is- interested to see it. Um, I know Jeff was like, yeah, it's good. You know, it's totally. d- didn't, you know, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, people who have been to Sundance know this. People who haven't been, this is what it's like. You show up. It's freezing cold. You're seeing between four and six movies in a day. Yeah. You are at a high altitude. Mm -hmm. It's so much crammed in. You see a lot of stuff that isn't that good. Yeah. And then suddenly you see something that's above par. Okay. And you're like, this is the greatest film that's ever been made. I have such a heavy hangover and it kept me awake. Yeah. (laughs) I love this movie. This movie changed my life. I'm writing 500 reviews and 300 tweets and this is the greatest thing. Yeah. And then you see it when it comes out six, eight months later and you're like, oh, this is good. Yeah. This isn't that great. Like, I remember seeing, there was a movie called, uh, 
Oh man, it was Hugh Dancy, and he has Aspergers. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, oh. I want to say it was called like Hugo or something, but it wasn't. I'm gonna look it up anyway. But it was a good movie. God, I know what you're talking but about. But it too. wasn't like life changing, and right. I thought it was life changing after I saw it at Sundance. Um, and I feel like 500 Days of Summer was a similar thing. I love that movie, but when I walked out, I was like, this is one of those films that people will remember for the rest of their lives. <laughs> and it's good. It's just not that good. Right. What the hell was this? Oh, it's called Adam. It was Adam. Called- Adam. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I remember that. Good movie. It's, it, yeah. It was not a good life movie. Changing. Yeah. I get it. So it'll be interesting to see when it comes out because Fox Searchlight bought it. We talked to, just a recap, 17 million or something, like highest, highest of the festival ever. ever. Um, and it makes a lot of sense because they did 12 Years a Slave, and that's where we literally started to compare them because 12 Years a Slave, we were like, that's kind of a masterpiece of a movie. Yeah. That deserved the Oscar. Um, so did this, is this, you know, because of the, the hype surrounding it? I think it's kind of that perfect storm that just kind of happened 100%. at that time. And, you know, uh, Nate Parker, right, mm-hmm. uh, who's behind it, was, you know, definitely passionate about this, so good on you, dude. I mean, I'm glad it's getting out there. That's bottom line. I just can't, I'm, I want to see it and make up my own decision. Yeah. So, anyway, so that was our MacGyver talk. Yeah. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt on the table. I like it. Um, yeah. I, I Channing Tatum. I just threw out there because I, like I think Tatum I, too. I think everybody throws Channing Tatum. But I'm also thinking um, of Hail Caesar. So have oh, you seen man, it? Man, I have. Okay. Ooh, disappointed, huh? No. Okay. Everyone else is. Okay, because I actually some in my over at Geek Nation liked it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Hail Caesar was one of those movies that every time I saw a billboard, every time I watched a preview, I was like, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Because I love the Coen Brothers. The Coen Brothers, the the, the the bomb. We're doing an article today. Best to worst. What's your favorite? Big Lebowski. Okay. Second favorite. Fargo. Third favorite. I know it gets deep. Um. That's a hard one. I'm either at, ooh, I'm either at Oh Brother. Oh. Or, what's the other one we were talking about? Jeez. Um, no Country. No Country for oh, Old Men. Oh, God. See, right? for me, I start at Raising Arizona. Okay. It, Raising Arizona is top five. Oh, my for God. Sure. Well, for, for sure. me, because that was my gateway drug. Okay. So yeah. I remember it so fondly. Yeah. Big Lebowski was for me. And then I'm going it. Lebowski. Nice. And then I go Inside Lewin Davis. I love that movie. Oh, my God. My God. junior editor just perked to attention is falling in love with you even more oh, now because he man. loves you. All right. Let's do it. Let's 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 do our top five Cohen. Uh, Cohen. So you have. So I've got I've got Arizona. Arizona. Lebowski. OK. Inside Lewin Davis. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Right? See, because then there's like, whoa, there's so many. Yeah. Um, I think that I go Fargo. Mm-hmm. God, Fargo's great. Fargo then is I, so good. Sometimes it, it eclipses Big Lebowski strangely sometimes. in my mind. It goes, because even, oh, no, I can't. And then the TV show. Oh, I, I, I know. I got to see the TV show. I don't watch TV anymore. It's, Shock. You, you, I know. Lo- you love this. I know. Um, and then in my fifth spot, I think I got to go, oh, brother. Oh, brother is so It's just so good. Brilliant. Yeah. And that's speaking of music, that's one of those movies where like the music comes out and you're just like, Ugh, Oh, you just I, love. I love it. Yeah, I yes. Give me your top five. Okay, so, we got your top three. Uh, Big Lebowski, Lebowski Fargo, Fargo, and uh what did I say? You said Oh Brother. Uh Oh Brother. Um actually I'm gonna do this. Okay. Uh, Big Lebowski, um uh it's, it's God today, guys, today. It's so it's Friday. high tie. 
I'm so tight today. Fargo, uh, number three is No Country. Yes, number No Country. Number four, sorry. yeah, is uh, Oh Brother, and number five is Raising Arizona. God, that's a good list. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to go there. That's you can't, you kind of can't go wrong. Yeah, but it's, it's amazing. Those so movies. When I walk into this movie, number one, actually, if you are a fan of film and you are not listening to the You Must Remember This podcast, mm-hmm. you are missing out. It's an really? incredible LA-based uh, film journalist named Karina Longworth. She did, I think now they're up to like seventy-something episodes. Nice. They just did a whole series on MGM oh, that nice. was Ooh. fascinating, and she did a great episode on Eddie Mannix, who is kind of mm. who a version of that. which yeah, version of- the Josh Brolin plays. Uh, if you are into like weird crime stories, she did a twelve-part series on the Manson family that is fascinating. Okay, it's just a great podcast. But anyway, um, so going into this, I love the Coen Brothers. I love old Hollywood. Love there are some scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. That are shot in a way where the grandeur of Hollywood, seen from an outside perspective, is so shockingly stunning. Mm. And I, I mean, like the the Esther Williams ode is brilliant. There's a fantastic, fantastic scene with uh, Ray Fiennes, just hilarious, brilliant, classic Coen so Brothers. Trying to. Get the director, the, the, yeah, uh, directing this one scene. And trying. Yeah. The actor, by the way, who was. The kind of a non entity. Yeah, he was in Beautiful Creatures. Okay, I don't even know his name. I, and you know, I heard this that he kind of stole bit, a big part of the movie. He's as, yeah, a major standout. That's that's what I've heard. That's great. Um, but the film itself has narrative issues. Okay, you can tell that it is a love letter to Hollywood. Sure. It adores its subject. Tilda Swinton, who shows up and does, I mean, just, Tilda. She's just Tilda. Yeah, and does Tilda, but. There isn't enough story there okay. to feel like you've really dug in, had a journey, gone yeah. from A to Z. Okay. However, the journey, whether you end at L or D or wherever you get to in the alphabet, is so enjoyable just because the, the Coen brothers are phenomenal. And speaking of Channing Tatum, yeah. he has a song and dance number yeah. that is, is show-stopping great? and not something you see. It's classic Hollywood in a Coen brothers style. Yeah. Not perfect. Okay. Not necessarily one of their best films, okay. but especially if you are a lover of film, yeah. a must-see. And I love the Coen brothers. Let me ask you this. There's something about the Coen brothers that when you see it a second time, yeah. like and a third maybe, totally. and then, you know what I mean? Is it maybe like that? Yeah. Can you maybe go back and go, oh, I don't know. Because I did that with, strangely enough, Big Lebowski, I find, saw it in college. And, Dude! And I was like... Yeah, I mean, that was sure. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. Second I time, I hated it the first time. Yeah, second time, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Third time, I'm like, this is the most brilliant movie of all time. <laughs> I can't believe it. No, that because that that was my big Lebowski at SC. Really? It was um, uh, one of my fraternity brothers, uh, Paul Longhenry and Steve No were like, you gotta fucking see this movie, Riley. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, and he, and they're like, you gotta do it this way. <laughs> Okay, and you were like, yeah. I love it. What's going on? McGruber. So, and me that, and McGruber, too. By the way, that was drinking, uh, taking a drink of water. Nothing more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I watched it, and then the second time, I was like, yeah. And then it was like, I remember then being out of college, moving into my place with all my, my boys at the time, and we put on Big Lebowski as the third time. I'm like, yeah, it's just brilliant. Yeah. So, Fargo, not for me, though. Fargo was like just straight up brilliant right all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, inside Lewin Davis, this is so funny, because we are fighting internally at Geek Nation for our article and there's like split down the middle. Two of them wanted in the top five, and me and uh, and Brian, uh, my boss, 
are on the outside. No, don't put it in the top five. So, but I like that you have. Because you say there. O Brother instead. Yeah, the, we're we're all in agreement. O yeah. Brother. Big Lebowski and um, uh, Fargo are oh, all in the top five, or like top three, I would say. And then, yeah, we're going around. And then Hudsucker was in there at one <gasps> point, but then it got moved out. And then, yeah, so we go, we're going to drop that today. It's going to be a good article because nice. um, it's fun. So it looks like we're kind of getting run out and out of time, but let's hit a few more stories because um, this one's interesting to me. Steven Soderbergh. Yes. It's been rumored that he's going to end retirement, Woo! which I forgot he was retired. Woo! He was retired from movies. He just wasn't retired from television. Right, right. That's right. Because he does. He did... Um, the Nick. He's mm-hmm. got the girlfriend experience coming mm-hmm. to Stars, which I can't wait for. There you go. Oh, man. I love, love me some Soderbergh. The Nick is... I mean, please. The Nick is a movie one hour, once yeah. a week. Nice. It, I, I haven't about- seen it yeah, because I don't watch television. It's now... It's, I know. Thank you. <laughs> How can you not watch that that show? I almost called it a movie. Because I I know. Because I just I mean I don't I'm I get so behind on oh, te- on television. I mean I'm overwhelmed. Sure. I, and you know that that dream where you wake up naked in in school. Yeah. Like where you're you thinking woke that, up naked at Geek Nation and I everyone did. was like and go I was home. Like, <laughs> and I was trying to watch TV. I how did that? Why did that? Why am I putting that together? <laughs> It's Friday. I'm so retarded today. Um, Just watch the pilot of the yeah. Nick. Just watch the first episode, which gives you enough to understand the world. Yeah. It's very gory. I never look away, and I had to look away during one of the surgery scenes because it's just like, whoa, it's too yeah. real. But Soderbergh, one of the greatest American directors we mm-hmm. have ever had, TV, film, comeback, Give me. I'm, I'll watch a web series he does. I would listen to a podcast of just him talking about his ideas. He's brilliant. Anything. But yes, End that retirement. Uh, favorite Soderbergh movie. Oh, come on, man. I know. Because um, I got it. It's it's a clear winner. Out of sight. God damn, I love that movie. That movie is... Oh, the best. Perfect. It's it's one of those perfect movies. It is so perfect. His it little is. freeze frames, you know, kind of oh starting God. here and then going here. And then, like, George that, Clooney. One of the sexiest sex scenes without any sex ever. Right? And Jen... Look, Jennifer Lopez killing it. It's it's her. It's her. In my opinion, the only time she was in a movie, she's like because so I don't even know what else she was in because she's so great in that movie. Ving Rhames. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Steve. What, George Clooney. Uh, George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, um, Steve Zahn. Oh, uh, Steve Zahn is, is fantastic. He's as so the bumbling. Yeah, he's assistant. like, hey, man. Yeah. So what's going on? <laughs> and it's like after they escape prison. He's like, so what's going on, Clooney? Oh, <laughs> uh, not much. I mean, God, it's so brilliant. But here's the thing. You could have said, like, eight other movies, and I would have been like, yeah, that's my favorite, too. Yeah. That's I my mean, favorite, too. I it, mean... It's hard. It's hard Come to- on. Going from, like... There's so many. Aaron... I, come on. All the Oceans movies. Mm-hmm. Aaron Brockovich. The fact that he was even involved in Magic Mike is, like, off the charts. Yep. Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Changing independent cinema forever. Yep. Out of sight. I mean, that's really up there. Mm-hmm. God, that's a great movie. There's just so many things he's done. He's so smart. Yeah. Do you All like Traffic? His, I love Traffic. Yeah, I love Traffic and Aaron Brockovich, too. I mean, just... But that's he, the thing. Like, But Ocean's Eleven, as like a fluffy mm-hmm. piece of fantasticness, mm-hmm. I love that, too. Um, but Sex, Lies, and Videotape, I mean, that changed everything. Yeah, you gotta... I mean, I think that's oh in the same conversation. I love Contagion. Yep, Contagion. I, I, Magic Mike! I'm going back there. Yeah. Out of sight. The Limey! Oh, come the on! Limey, right? These are like... This is hard. 
Wow, I'm just getting uh, – that's not surprising. Walt Disney just emailed me. Thank you. Uh, we are going to do that. Um, nine, it's uh, expected Star Wars Force Awakens going to cross $900 million at the domestic box office to, probably today or this weekend for sure. But you hate so, Poe, and that's why you're not putting inside Lewin Davis in your top five. No, I do not hate Poe. Poe is the Fonzie of the galaxy. <laughs> he is. Do you guys realize? Look at the jacket. He's like, ah, he keep, like, he's like, his jacket's a big oh, thing. And guess what? I mean, he starts up his X Wing, and then he's flying around. The guy does no wrong in the X Wing. I mean, hey. Poe is just the. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Poe is the uh, Fonzie of the galaxy. That I was love my that. Thing. Yeah? That's actually my favorite. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite character description I've ever heard of. He is. He's just so cool. He's like, hey, 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 hey where are you, buddy? I mean, he's got a little different. You know, he's not like a hey, cool, but he is. <laughs> you know, he starts his X wing with just a on the side, and then he flies the hell out of it, and it's amazing. So I watch Oscar Isaac play MacGyver. Yeah. I buy that. I'd buy that too. I want Oscar Isaac. I'm sorry, as Desi in the Lucy Ball um, uh, biopic. Hell yeah! It's just a fork. Just do it. Just do it. We got Kate Blanchett and uh, and and and, uh, um, uh, God. See today. What's the guy that wrote the Social Network and 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 Jobs? Thank you. I thought you were talking about an actor, and I was like... Yeah, no, I'm just so out of it today. Names are eluding me, so... That's okay. It's that's, Friday. Yeah, it is Friday. But with that, we do have to wrap it up, guys. Um, this has been... Like, it just went fast. That's why I wanted Man, Sasha. the fact that we got to talk about Deadpool, which is yep. awesome. Yep. We got to talk about, I mean, Sor- come on, Sorkin, yep. Soderbergh, yep. Oscar Isaac, yep. the Coen brothers. Coen brothers. I mean, there's some good movies out there with the Coen brothers. Soderbergh might come back. Yes. Um, we got Star Wars crossing 900 million. Um, Deadpool is it's going to be a major hit and is great for the superhero genre. I'm going to go ahead and say right now, mm-hmm. 95% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Maybe 92 because people are haters. Yeah. But it deserves like a 98. Okay. No, I'm buying all of that and I can't wait. So, hey guys, thank you so much for joining us on uh, Friday on the Popcorn Talk Network with Meet the Movie Press. Sasha, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Sasha Pearl Raver every Friday at 8 p.m. on FX, sometimes on Saturday and Sunday afternoons. I too. love it. Yeah, I love uh, it. You can also find me this Sunday watching The Kitten in the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and guys, as always, I am at Riley Around on Twitter. That's where I just share all my, my endeavors in, the, in this space over at Geek Nation. Go to geeknation.com. we got some good stuff happening there. And of course, every Friday here on Meet the Movie Press and then on Mondays, far, far away over at Geek Nation. A little nice. Star Wars podcast I do because of course. <laughs> um, so I will see you next week, guys. Jeff will be back. Tweet at the Insider. He is at The Wrap doing his thing as always. And thanks, guys, for coming. And uh, like I said, see you next week. Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only, and not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners and principals.